Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, everybody from New York City. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. Chris Kenny's going to join us in a little bit. Just a programming note, Keyshawn and Zubin will be back on Monday. You're welcome. Jay Will and his wife, Nikki, expecting their first or their second child. We're expecting it any minute now. I keep saying first for some reason. Not like I. It's the first. It's the, it's the, the first, first time. It's the first time I'm going to experience them having. Is a my kid. mic Maybe on? B. I don't think my mic's on. I hear you, Mike. You can hear it. Yeah. Why can't I hear? It? Okay. Give me, well, mic, anyway. give me a mic check. Well, as long as you can hear me, mic check one two one two. A mic. Well, I, th- nice I think it's his first. It's, it's their first. Name. He's expecting his first son. Son. Right? Yeah, that's I, that's there what it is. It's stuck I, in your head. I, that that is stuck in my head, but obviously that's so that's where where he is right now. So we'll hold it down for uh, for them, and we appreciate you joining us this morning. I want to put out the number right now because we love taking calls. Eight eight eight. Say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Just Bart and I in this first hour, and Bart. Let's do straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And my straight talk is this. The 49ers moved up in the draft to number three to obviously take a quarterback. Then yesterday, they announced the signing of another quarterback, Nate Sudfeld, who, by the way, has never started a game in the NFL. He's, 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 he's been around like he's been around he's the happiest man in the building every day on Tuesday because <laughs> he can hide it for as long as he wants. Listen, remember when Michael he's 20, ben- hang on a second, he's 27 years old, right? Cut by Washington, claimed by the Eagles, and you remember, of course, infamously getting in the game in the second half, uh, where you <laughs> basically just playoffs. handed the division yeah. uh, to Washington. So he got a coach fired. And the Giants get frustrated by that, right? Got a coach fired, I guess. He's played. This is amazing. He's played since 2016. He's played in in just four games, zero starts. Tell me, man. So he's added to the Niners. And I'm. I just want to just tell the story, and then I'll I'll, I'll shut up. He's added to the Niners. We already have Jimmy G, as we know. Already have the number three pick, which could be Mac Jones, which could be Justin Fields. They also have Josh Rosen on the roster. They also have Josh Johnson on the roster. They got four quarterbacks already. Kyle Shanahan likes collecting quarterbacks, but if you look at this list, not great quarterbacks. But like this is like just watching what they're doing right now. Just it's it's a head scratcher in many ways, but clearly they're taking quarterback at number three. Yeah, I mean, you don't move up and give up that much future draft equity if you're not trying to draft right. a, a quarterback. Um, you think about, you know, the person that like I feel the worst for in all of football is Josh Rosen. He hasn't have been given a, a legitimate shot at all. I mean, drafted uh, by by Arizona, mm-hmm. shipped off to Miami. I th- I forget where he was last year before he even went. Didn't he go to Tampa? Yeah, he was in Tampa. Right, and then now As- he's in San Francisco. Yes. And he's probably going to be the first person out in San Francisco. Josh Johnson probably would be cut. I, I mean, how long do you want to be on a practice squad? So that's the thing. Like, come think on. about how he was in the conversation in the 2018 draft. I he wanted him. The, I wanted him here. He, he was in the conversation as could he be one of the top picks. He was in the top 10. I mean, think about that. He that's was amazing. in the top 10. He was considered one of the top quarterbacks of that draft class. And the – the funny thing is, is of the – is it four that were taken in the first round? Yeah. Is it four, right, and three in the top He's ten? He's the only one. Am I wrong? Yeah. Right, Josh uh, – no, no, five because it's uh, Lamar Baker. Jackson. Yep, Baker Lamar, went first, then Sam Josh. went third, Josh Allen, and then Josh Rosen, and then Lamar. Yeah. And out of all of them, he's the one that hasn't really played. All of them have played. He, he played some of them have first, been successful, yeah. some of them not. He wasn't bad to me his first year. He wasn't bad his first year in Arizona. They were just a in. bad team, yeah. Yeah, they were a bad team, bad personnel. I mean, he was learning the ropes. I mean – 
you, I mean, it's all about where you get drafted and if somebody's going to stand on the table for you. Uh, that's why you look at guys who, who usually are backups that never can ascend. Like, who was the last quarterback that was a backup that got legitimate start time? I think it was Ryan Fitzpatrick when he was with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He was a backup behind Kitna. Uh, that they draft Palmer, then he goes to Buffalo and he gets a legitimate shot to be a starter in his league. That's why, you know, so much about how you come in his league determines a lot of time your path and how people view you. It's almost like being a linebacker or, or, or a different position, and they, they, if you don't do anything in the first three years, you're a special teamer. Well, the famous story, of course, is a guy who was the, the New England Patriots took in the sixth round, who originally was the third quarterback on the depth chart, and then within two years moved up to yeah, back up, yeah. or within a year or two, I think, moved up to back up and then, of course, took over. Yeah. And we all know what happened there. He had a Hall of Fame career and is considered one of the best quarterbacks ever. That doesn't happen, though. Yeah. That's a fairy tale. Right, exactly. And it's like, you know, but right now, like, you, you think about a guy like Dwayne Haskins, right, you know, who got a, a shot but may never get another shot, right? That's what I'm talking about. But, but, you know, it's not a lonely place to be if you're a quarterback that can't play and you can hide. You never, you know, just imagine being Eli Manning's backup. Like you can, you literally chill it. Like you talk about guys. Like that's I hate the can, third. Can you shit. name them all? Who's that? All, all the all the Eli Manning. There were several. Well, I know, I know it's Ryan Nassib. Yeah, I, for I know, a while. I know David Carr went and, and, and stole a ring. Like oh, I got, a, I'm a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> like where? Don't say stole a ring though. He was on the team. He had as much had to role. do. He had a much to do. What? Go get the donuts. Make sure Eli <laughs> Coffee's warm at eight o'clock. Like stop it. You know what I mean? But, you know, you think about all the quarterbacks that sat behind Brett Favre forever, right? You know, I mean, of course, Aaron Rodgers did, and he got his opportunity. He was legit. But, you know, it's just one of those anomalies. Like, when you look at, like, Michael Bennett, he talks about the disparity of what quarterbacks get paid in comparison to athletes and other players on the team that do so much more. And, they, I mean, you, you, you remember replacement players? Yeah. The third-string quarterback is pretty much like the kicker. Like, he's over there while, while guys are running, busting their ass, sweating, conditioning tests, training camp. They, they're fine. Just like, rip, ripping darts. Yo, they're the only ones that gang muscle mass during the season. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, what are you doing, P90X? Like, what, like dudes ripped up. They going back in. I, I hate the third-string quarterback. I hate the fact that these dudes can survive in the league for 12, 13 years. Dan Orlowski. Like, Dan Orlowski made probably 12 years' worth of money. Well, Dan played. Pension. At least he played. He did, <laughs> huh? He did play, you know. You don't remember? I mean, what I'm saying is, did he? <laughs> I'm not listening. I'm not taking no. shots at Dan, but my point You're is, trying to be funny. no, trying to I be funny. swear to God, You're trying to be funny. No, bro, I'm not trying to be funny. Like what I'm he saying, really is, did play. Okay, if you break down the plays that he, the snaps that he played. With the 12 years that he played, what was that, 10 plays a game? Well, I, just, a year. I just gave you hey. Nate Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld has been Chase, in the league since 2016. Chase, he had four da- games. Chase Daniels. Mm. Like, come on, man. These dudes collecting major checks. I feel a top checks. five list. I feel a top five list coming from you. No, that, that, that would no, that would, that, that, that would not be good. That would be a bad That list. would not be good. That goes personal. That's personal <laughs> shots because they're collecting shots. Right. Checks don't do got well, no well, got no damn scar tissue. Well, let me let me let me get to the point here though. Is that as the 49ers now have four quarterbacks on their roster, that doesn't mean anything, of course, uh, but they are expected to take one at number three. And now an interesting development here, as all the momentum suggests, Mac Jones is that uh, Justin Fields is having another pro day. Now remember when he had one on March 30th, there was a scheduling conflict. 
which was basically that Mac Jones was having a pro yeah. day. That was the conflict. So John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan did not go to the first one, so Justin Fields is having a second one, mm-hmm. according to sources. And, and uh, I believe uh, April 14th is that date, so sometime next week. Right, by decision time. That's the best time to make a last impression. Right, and so apparently the, the 49ers are going to, to, are going to attend this one. And, and why is this news? Well, because none of us really, none of us really believe none of us really believe that they're going to take Mac Jones. Remember, like, we had Jeff Darlington on yesterday. We got him to, like, say it, say it, because we don't believe. And even he had to pause, like, is it, yeah, it sounds like that's what they're going to do. But no one wants to believe that. I've never believed that. I mean, you talk about, I forget who we had on a couple weeks ago. All these days are running together. But they said that, okay, while John Lynch was at Mac Jones, the person that that makes the decisions above him was at the first one. So now this is their opportunity to kind of compare notes and see what they got. And it makes sense, right, you know, that they're having two pro days because it's essentially like going to the combine is your first pro day, and the second one is your opportunity to have your workout. Right. Yeah, it's it's to me it's like a little show. Listen, game. no just, shots at no listen, no shots at Dan, man. I just have something to do with backup quarterbacks that never have to prove that they can play. Felt Not like, saying that that was day. Felt felt like a shot at No, it wasn't. It's a shot at all third string quarterbacks that all they gotta do is pass the conditioning test and they don't do anything for the rest of the year. Mm. Meanwhile, you own Celebrex and painkillers and, and Percocets and they sit over there, you know, doing ad work. Sounds personal right now. It is. It's a good start to the morning on a Friday here in New York I'm grumpy City. Today. I'm grumpy today. Alan Hall, Bart Scott in for the guys. All right, that was Straight Talk, and it certainly was. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We'll see what kind of calls we get off that topic and more. But coming up, Teddy Bridgewater to the Bears? Bart's idea. Yeah, tree fell in the woods. Look at, look at his face. Look at his face. You are in some mood this morning. I love it, getting you fired up. Man. We'll get to that next and Bart's thoughts on that maybe possibility for Chicago. That's coming up next on KJZ. Alan Hahn, Bart's got in for the guys, ESPN Radio. Look, when the Carolina Panthers were having trade conversations with the Detroit Lions about Matthew Stafford, they offered Teddy Bridgewater. And so Teddy Bridgewater's future in Carolina is uncertain. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Yeah, it's getting serious, isn't it, Bart? Latest reports are the families yeah, reaching yeah. that that grim decision that might need to be made as he's on life support and yeah. no improvement in his brain function. So yeah, it's a tough decision, man. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to do for a family. And, you know, obviously we wish them well. KJZ, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott in for the guys. We are presented by progressives home insurance. Get your quote at progressive.com today. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Be part of the conversation. Um, on the football front, on the quarterback front, you knew this was coming. So there's there's reports all over the place now about Teddy Bridgewater, and and once Carolina made the trade for Sam Darnold, you know now he's of course sought permission to seek a trade because for him now he knows the right. writing's he's on the, the wall, wall, and right. he's at a point in his career he's like I, I'm not going to be a backup. Like he still should be right. a starter. He's right. good enough. So there, and apparently reports are saying that there's there's a lot of teams interested in him. And you've said all along that you feel like the best place for him to go is Chicago, who just gave Andy Dalton $10 million. Yeah, they have Nick Foles on the roster. Yeah. That would just be adding another play. Like, so, I mean, like, I, like for, again, for the Bears, just explain again how that makes sense. I mean, we know what Andy Dalton is at this point, right? Teddy Bridgewater is still a young quarterback. He had the gruesome knee injury. Mm-hmm. He's showing that he, before that he was a franchise quarterback. I mean, when he was with Minnesota, he was their future. It was only the knee injury that people thought that he would never walk again, let alone play football. So if he would if if he hadn't had the knee injury, he would be the starter in Minnesota right now. Yeah, and they may never. Yeah, they never, loved him there. Yeah, they would have never went to Kirk Cousins. And he's only twenty nine years old. He had an opportunity to kind of be tutored by Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees. He's a guy that may not be like the top ten quarterback, but he's a top fifteen quarterback. And if you're Chicago and you went to to the playoffs last year with Mitchell Trubisky and with a combination of Nick Foles. He's a guy that may be good enough to help you get over the hump. He may be an Alex Smith-ish type of guy, which Alex Smith proved that he can win games for you. I don't know at this point in Andy Dalton's career if he can win games for you, and it'll also allow you to sell hope to your locker room. They're not believing in Andy Dalton, no. right? They've read all the all the clippings. I think I think Teddy Bridgewater will provide an energy and provide hope within that locker room. Like, hey, we're trying to win. And for them, it allowed them to make Nick Foles expendable, and maybe they can get the six, you know, get the Jets six round pick, you know that they, that yeah, they, the Jets brought in Brian Hoyer yesterday man, come for on, a visit. Man. Come on, they're going to need someone if they take it. If they're going to take Zach Wilson at two, you they clearly about, have to get a veteran Ray, as Raymond, at least Raymond, a backup. Raymond Hoyer, like, come on, man, like this dude been been, been we so we man. Now let me stop. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to go too far on this one. Yeah, man. Well, I know you you feel a certain way about backup quarterbacks. I get it. Well, it's not the. But you still need somebody who knows the system. You know, on that front. But let's get let's not get off the 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 Teddy Bridgewater thing. Yeah. Well, okay. But let's not get off the Teddy Bridgewater topic because I still think there's something left with him. Plenty left. And it's it's amazing to think though, had not for that injury, where would where would Minnesota be? Where would he be? 
you know, it's just terrible how stuff like that can happen. And then right. Minnesota now is locked in his contract with, with Kirk Cousins that has not really paid off. But for Teddy Bridgewater, he just keeps bouncing around. For a quarterback everybody likes, and he, and he played this year, and I don't know if it's fair criticism or not. You know, they no felt McCaffrey. Like, yeah, there was McCaffrey no line. not being there seriously would have an effect on his production. But I know in Carolina, people weren't thrilled with him. You know, there's a reason why they, they wanted an upgrade. There's a reason why they went with Sam Darnold. Right. I mean, I mean, they want something a little bit more electric, right? They, they, they want more of an upgrade. But like I said, if you're a team that has so many weapons, you know, on offense, when you think about Tariq Cohen coming back, you mm-hmm. think about Allen Robinson, and then you think about that dominating defense. Remember, like, right. Carolina's in a bit of a rebuild. Like, you know, right now, you know, you think about coming after the Khalil Mack trade and drafting Ray- Raekwon Smith, you know, all the decisions that they've made. This team is ready to win now. And Teddy Bridgewater can't be a guy that's going to elevate your squad too much, right? He's not a force multiplier, but he's a guy that's going to be smart, that's going to take care of the ball, and is going to be able to play complementary uh, football. And now he's starting to push the ball down to fill a little bit more, you know, because he understands he has to. Right, he he can't just you know be checked down, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I think he would be a perfect fit there. He also can be a perfect fit in Denver. So I think it it would be uh, a bidding war for his services. And if you can get Carolina, who can get out of the contract next year, but it's it's going to hurt him a little bit this year to take some of the money, then it makes it a lot easier because if he doesn't work out, you can get rid of him and get out of that contract next year. So I think it's like twenty four million dollars. If you can get Carolina to pick up fourteen of that, and that's ten million dollars. And even if Whipnick folds, you have $30 million in your quarterback room, that's not a bad deal when you consider that most teams have $30 million committed to one quarterback. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the top ones certainly do. What about what about the Patriots? I mean, they seem like they're locked in on Cam, right? Well, they're going to draft. I think they're going to draft. I mean, he, wouldn't he be a pretty good fit? He's a cerebral quarterback. I've always uh, – I've been a big fan of Teddy B since, since college, since yeah. he was coming out of college. I, I watched him. I've always felt like – He's one of the smartest quarterbacks. He understands the game. It's just physically for him. It's always that's been the issue. Right is, is you know staying healthy. And that knee injury, obviously, when he finally was getting his chance and he was proving himself, that knee injury was took devastating. To, took to the team to playoffs, right? But not, and he was really good. So he just seems like a guy that would fit the Patriots. Would they? Would they even consider making a move? Even though you have Cam. Well, I know they love Jared Stidham. Wink, sure, wink. Right. Why? Why wouldn't they? Would would the, would the Patriots go in that direction if they can get him? Like you said, if they can get him without yeah. really having to give up a lot. I mean, he seems like a Patriot guy. They have plenty of money to spend. It. Uh, I think it all depends. They're locked in on Cam, committed to Cam. You know, but they have the the, the personnel on the offensive side of the ball to be able to support a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Now he, you're not going to be doing your quarterback powers and sweeps like they're going to do with Cam. But I think the Patriots are trying to see who's going to fall. Remember, if we're saying that maybe San Francisco is going to take Justice Fields. Uh, I don't know why I say justice all the time, Justin Fields, yeah. then I think that maybe that means Mac Jones, who we had going to New England from the from get, maybe fall in there, right? Mm-hmm. It, 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 if it's the banana in the tailpipe in San Francisco, then maybe they decide to go with him. So, I mean, we'll figure out. But Teddy Bridgewater could fit there. But I think more likely it's a more desperate situation for Chicago, who has to figure it out, who's been taking huge swings. And I think that they're going to be late when, if they consider trying to wait for Russell Wilson. Nagy and Pace may be fired before they're able to fix the position. I would love this, but it's never going to happen on the Jets' front if they maybe thought about Teddy Bridgewater. I just feel like I know oh, well, you draft in a guy like Zach Wilson. He's got to play right away. I kind of want insurance. Right. What if he's just not ready yet? Like, what if something physically, what, too fa- what something can happen with a rookie quarterback? 
Like, Bart, even with that extra game, the 17th game, yeah. I kind of feel like you got to have – you can't have a scrub as a backup because you might need him yeah. for a game or two yeah. just because of how much longer the season now is going to be. And the, Jet, the Jets aren't ready yet to protect a young quarterback. They have to do some major personnel moves on the uh, – that this offensive line is the same offensive line that almost got Sam Darnold killed <laughs> last year. You got upgrade. Right. right, and Flacco. So they have to make some decisions how they're going to upgrade the position. You cannot have that with a guy that can't process, that can't – can't read you know, complex defenses, no fault of his own, but just the fact that he's a rookie, he's seeing things that he's never seen before mm-hmm. at a speed that he's never seen it before. So you can lose him. Remember what happened to David Carr, right? David Carr yeah. got it beat out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, so he never had opportunity to prove that he was worthy of the number one overall pick because he was uh, you know, so much scar tissue. You know, he was like, boo, he just flinched. You know, you know, he, he served me up a couple of easy, uh, easy sacks. Yeah, that's the scariest thing with a young quarterback. That's why, I, and I think in today's NFL, you've got to have a quality backup, especially when you have a young quarterback. So we'll see certainly what happens and where the future lies for Teddy Bridgewater, who's starting to get some suitors now. Teams are interested in him. He could be the next quarterback on the move. Coming up, this could cause an on air fight. We have had it out about this now since yesterday. It continues. And Hold up, man. We you're all, we, you're we, all, we, no, so we so we're the couple, we're the married couple swole, that, that, that that I go to sleep and I forget about it. You come back, you no, still thinking about it. You I'm can't still, you can, you let it go. No, no, no. Right. I'm I'm rolled over facing the other way, just wide awake, just Right, right. Steaming about it. You're 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 happily sleeping like everything's good. Are we okay? Which actually we're makes good. me even madder. The we're fact good. that you're okay with it. We're good. And I'm still mad makes it worse. Then you come in, short sleeves, all jacked up, like as if you're trying to intimidate me now. Miami style, baby. Like, like that's, is, you think that's going to happen? You think I'm afraid of you? Like Paulie said, I don't sweat you. <laughs> Who's the most unstoppable NBA player of all time? Oh, we know. No, we don't know. We know. We'll have to discuss it, though, coming up. And a very interesting game this weekend as well. 888-729-3776. 888-ESPN for you to chime in and take on Bart Scott or myself as well. That is coming up next after this from DraftKings. So golfers are in Augusta, Georgia, competing for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is giving you a shot at a free entry into a contest with $100,000 in total prizes. Sign up using promo code KJZ, and when prompted, opt into DraftKings' Big Birdie Payday. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ during sign-up for a shot at at a free entry into a $100,000 contest with their Big Birdie Payday promotion. That's code KJZ only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down here in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate More that. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. KJZ ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. He's a Pro Bowl linebacker. He's Mr. Can't Wait. Just go on your phone. You know, when you're looking for, like, GIFs and you just type in Can't Wait. He's that maniacal-looking guy talking to Sal Palantonio in the Jets jersey. That's him. Mr. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Did you say GIFs? Yeah, yeah, it's a GIF. See? We, we had this no, whole thing out. It's a GIF. No, it's GIF. not a GIF. Yeah, we've had this whole thing it's before. It's not a GIF. It's a GIF. It's a GIF. It's a GIF. No, no, Pat, it's a When does a G sound like a J? Really? We're going to do this now? I'm just saying. Jiffy. It's a GIF. Stars with what? It's a GIF. Jiffy Look it stars. Up. Google it. Jiffy. Ask Siri. Hey, Siri. Now she ignores me? Really? She's like, what did the five hands say to the face? <laughs> Max, shut up. She's basically like, I'm not answering him because I don't want him to look bad. She's being <laughs> a good teammate right now. I've always known it to be Jif. How do you spell Jiffy? That's a brand name. It doesn't matter. How do you spell Jiffy? <laughs> J-I-F-F-Y. Okay. So <laughs> how do you spell gift? Oh, we're going to do this. Like, this is what we're going to do. I'll tell you what. Eight 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 Nobody cares. Eight eight seven two nine three seven seven six. Is it GIF or is it GIF? Hard G. Which is it? Because I don't know anymore. Because I said GIF first, first, for first so many years, and I'm told by Generation Z, you're saying it wrong, old man. First of all, don't try and look okay, into the boomer. camera with your little. Don't you be trying to look into the camera with your little husky eyes, with your puppy dog face, Ooh. trying to get empathy. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, look down, look down. Don't do that. But that's that, I, I'm trying to figure it out myself. I want to learn today. I want to learn today. Teach me. Make me better. So somebody tell me. At Alan Hahn on Twitter also if you want. Try to figure it out. Bart, do you know um, our argument yesterday sparked a lot of conversation? That's what we, that's what we, that's what we aim to do here. Yeah, no, it, it is keep true. it at Rizzo. It is true. And, and so it's really it was based off of Kevin Durant returning to the Nets lineup mm-hmm. and him just basically making it look so easy against the Pelicans where he didn't miss a shot and played – what, 19 points in 17 minutes? Yeah. Five for five. One shot while having a conversation with a teammate while the ball was in the air. <laughs> that did happen, actually. That did happen. By the way, KD and the Nets will be in the zone against the Lakers with no LeBron, no AD, by the way. This Saturday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Get in the zone. Brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. So, I need – first of all, before we get into this conversation, Cameron in Indianapolis – We'll explain. Is it GIF, Cameron, or is it JIF? Well, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Love the show. Uh, it is, according to the guy who actually created this type of file, it is JIF. But he has also said GIF is an accepted pronunciation. So if you want, if you want the boring answer, you're both right. No. If you want the well, answer Cameron, you broke up there. It, no, Cameron, Cameron the, the, the uh, you're, you're breaking is, up. We the, didn't hear any of that well, after you said thing, I was right. The whole thing, just because you create something, don't mean that you 
can spell it however you want to spell it. Yes, you can. The, no, it's creative it's, it's, license. No. Of course you can spell it any way you want to spell it. Listen, you can't pronounce it. Okay, all right. This is this is Booban. No, no, I said it's Booban. No, it's Booban. <laughs> well, that doesn't make it's any sense. It's Booban. You didn't create so, that so, name. So GIF don't, make you, don't, and GIF don't mean nothing. Like, come on, man. Like, you can't just change the, the pronunciation of a letter. Light beer for Miller is L-I-T-E. Why? Because they wanted it to be that way. Say that again? Yeah. Light. L-I-T-E. That's how they spell it on the brand. Well, at least it starts with the proper, wanted. the first letter has to be correct. L. 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 This is, you know J-J. what? J. You're doing this today? Joe in Oregon, Joe. Come on, man. Joe, who's right, who's wrong? I'm ready. Yeah, you're hey, yeah, Friday, guys. You yeah, hey, sorry. Um, so I'm saying Bruce Willis at his roast said that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Even if you create something, you are wrong. GIF stands for Graphic Interchange Format. Graphic is a oh, what is graphic? It's GIF. Hmm. Thank you. Finally, somebody with some damn sense and at least a associate's degree. <laughs> graphic is this graphic? Graphic. What was the rest of it? Listen, I, got, I got no he short term. I'm like Dory. I got no short term format. Moment. One more time. Graphic image Gra- format. In, or, yeah, interchange format. Oh, interchange, interchange. Okay. Thank you, Joe. See that? That's I wanted to learn today. That's that's what it stands for. So it must be a hard G. Although everybody seems to say GIF. Yeah, that's, it's a lot of people that can't Maybe read. It's out preference. There. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we should get back to sports. Yeah, Maybe let's that's do that. what we should do. Let's do that hey, by me. the way, uh, just got word. Jay Will and his wife, Nikki, baby boy. Man, where's the damn chime? Well, first of all, you can't just drop no news like that. Come no, on, man. We need man. the chime? Yeah. We need the, the, the NF, NFL yeah. draft chime? Can, can, can we, we get that? the NFL draft time? We can't. Apparently not. <laughs> oh, Way too early in the morning for the chime. <laughs> and we never actually got to the conversation. Oh, there it is. There we go. There you go. Okay. And, now, and now with the second pick of the baby draft. <laughs> right? Jay Will and his wife, Nikki, have a baby boy. There we go. There you go. And Jay Will will handle all the announcing there. I won't take it any further. But congratulations to them. We wish them the best. And uh, very, very happy for them. All the blessings to them and their growing family. That's the best part of that. Uh, so I, I, are we going to have to – we have time? I guess we do have time to continue to talk about, though, this argument between scores in the NBA. Great scores, unstoppable scores. Because we had some people calling in telling us, like, what about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the skyhook? That was Love an unstoppable him. shot. No Le- one could le- stop that. Leading scorer, right? Still can't get his own shot. He had to get fed by magic. Yeah, I feel that way, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, ca- if you need someone to give you the ball, then I can stop you. Exactly. Right? Okay, that's fair. How about, let's go, Allen, Wisconsin. Allen, Wisconsin feels like this guy is the, has the, most, is the most unstoppable player in the history of the game. Al? Hey, good, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Okay. Uh, James Harden is the most unstoppable player, period. He can shoot the two. He can shoot the three. He can get his own shot. He can take you left. He can take you right. He can take it between his legs. He can fade back. He can do the side back, even invented shot. Nobody can stop James Harden one-on-one. He can say, clear it out, and it doesn't matter who comes up to get him, it's a done dollar. Now, everything you said there is not incorrect. Right. But the one thing that we'll add is that he's not a better shooter than Kevin Durant. Right. And he has to create That's the shot. only thing I'll say. I mean, we love the move that he but created. But he's right. Yeah, he changed the game with yeah, that we, sidestep. We, we, the sidestep, but mm-hmm. Kevin Durant 
doesn't have to because he's seven feet. <laughs> so it don't matter. He's just going to shoot over you. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a big man that's his height, you're afraid that he's going to blow by you, so you're going to give him a space anyway. So he's able to create space with a shot just because it's pure size. Now, Pepe in West Palm Beach has a name that I think when you hear it, if you haven't seen him play, you wouldn't get it, yeah. but I get it. Go ahead, Pepe. Epic. He was epic, and especially when he was a Baltimore Bullet. Mm-hmm. Earl the Pearl Monroe. Okay, I can rock with that. Now, what I love about that is that if I, I know Earl real well, and, and he's a, what a, what a gentleman, what a great guy. And I love talking to him about his game because he's the first one to – like even Walt Clyde Frazier said this before they were teammates and he had to guard him. They were rivals. Yeah. And Clyde would say, I didn't know what he was going to do because he didn't know what he was going to do. And Earl would say mm-hmm. that, that he yeah. just kind of improvised as he played. Whatever move he did was not a predetermined move. Yeah. It was whatever the defense gave me. That kind of creativity and yeah. shot-making ability, that's, that's elite. Can't teach seven feet. You, you can't. You just keep going like back this, to the same thing. This dude is a, you understand that if Kevin Durant this played in the a, 80s, this dude he would be Brad Sellers. He'd be Brad Sellers. Wait, wait, first of all, who's going tra- to check him? Somebody said the other day, oh, we're going to put Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley tears Achilles. Remember when, 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 when Barry Sanders came? You, you think KD would be able to drive into the paint and not, like Bill Lambert against your team, tap, tap? Yeah. You, you think he'd be able to score at will against the Detroit Pistons? He wouldn't have to. With the rules the way they used Bro, to be. He wouldn't have to go inside. He's deadly from outside. So Bill Lambert, he'll be able to get his shot off whenever he wants to. John Sally? John, Sa- John Sally Rob- can guard him with all his length. Rob- and Rob- Robin may be able to stand in front of him. But he'll Rob- just, but he'll just right, So Robin may be able to stand in front of him. But it still he, matters, though. He, he would the rate- rules were different then. He you would- could knock a guy down, and okay. they would just give you two free throws. All, None of this all, flagrant all, listen, one. Listen, all the tap-taps would have been able to do is do what Bruce Bourne used to do, try and put a foot underneath him and crowd him that way and make him afraid to come down. Uh, but it, it, did, listen, did it work? Was it effective? But listen, this guy can shoot over anybody. He can I agree. get to whatever port. Like, listen, his height – Warns that you put a power forward or a center on him, but his athletic Which is why ability. John Sally. But his athletic ability suggests that you have to put somebody with lateral quickness. Listen, okay. we never seen anything like this. I know he was trying to be cute. He was projecting, right? Like I said, my therapist says all the time when I'm talking and stuff, I'm usually projecting. Listen, when Kevin Durant <laughs> said that Porzingis was the unicorn, he was projecting, really talking about his damn self. Well, he, Kevin Durant. Uh, Again, this is not, and people are like, You're hating on KD. It's not a hate on KD. It's just it's a different game today. It's but a lot it, more of a physical game, and it's a lot more of a punishing. Back then, was a lot more punishing, physical. You were able to get away with more, and that's why I continue to say Michael Jordan was the most unstoppable player in his prime because he did face the physicality of the old game. Without the spacing of today's game. If he had the spacing of today's game where you couldn't double off, because when you did double off, what did he do? But Jordan can't shoot. Steve Kerr, John Paxson. Jordan can't shoot like KD, and he can't dribble like KD. Jordan? His his, his handles were average. KD got – His handles were average? Yes. Michael Jordan's handles were average. Were average. What do you have in that cup? Can little, we get this tested? Little lean. Can we get? We need to get this tested right now. No, stop, stop that, man. We, want, listen, I, we I, need to I get. Got, we need just going to five get, kids to feed. I don't know what's in that drink, but Bro, it certainly isn't what you were drinking yesterday on. when you had energy. So, so, Today, Michael Jordan had average handles. Average. Yes, you must be out of in your mind. In comparison to Isaiah. To the, to the great ball handlers of the day, of course. Oh. He was average. He wasn't a great ball handler. Oh, KD, KD has great handlers. In comparison to the greatest ball handlers in the history of the game, he was average. He, he wasn't a great ball handler, he, uh, bro. Easily above average. He was a, Michael okay, Jordan okay, wasn't a okay. great ball handler. 
he wasn't a great ball handler. He was he wasn't average. Maybe I'm, this is the dude I'm, that on one dribble cheek. could pick the ball up with one hand. Is that dribbling? And just punch it. Is in that your dribbling? Face. That's called that, palming. That's not dribbling. That's called it's j- called ball handle handling the ball. It's not it's not just dribbling the basketball. It's bro, all of that. So LeBron's a great ball handler too, right? He's pretty good. LeBron dribbles with his shoulder. You run into a shoulder, you all get knocked out. Well, how's it working out for him? But that don't mean he can handle the ball. The, the, the tricks he can right, do with got the a, ball. We got a couple more. I got a couple more here. So Stump George in New a great York. Ball handler. Stump, who are you saying is the Shoot most unstoppable guard. player in the history of the game? In the history of the game, yeah. Uh, in the history of the game, I would say LeBron because the only thing he doesn't do is play bully ball. If he played bully ball and just got angry, then nobody would stop. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want to get one more. Thank you, Stump. One more, Matt in Florida. Give me one, Matt. Uh, Matt, Matt. once. Come on, Matt. Was Matt, Matt caller five? Matt, Matt might have been caller five. Oh, Florida uh, man, Matt. Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt was going to say Pistol Pete Maravich. Okay. Oh, by the way, you talk about handles? My point. You go to YouTube. I'm, Pistol I don't Pete. Have, why the hell do you think I got to go to YouTube? Not you. I'm talking to the people. Oh. People. Oh, okay. There's people that are listening said, that might not know like Pistol Pete. They're man, like, who the hell is Pistol Pete? Bad. We're trying to explain it to you. That's all. It's been a long week. Let's go to David Kaplan, co-host of Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 in Chicago. Who he got? Yeah, that's. I think that's what I want to go right there. You got to settle this debate for us, Cap. I, I, you know, I'm saying Michael Jordan because of when he played and the rules and everything else. Most unstoppable offensive talent in the history of the NBA. He says it's Kevin Durant, but I wonder if Kevin Durant okay. could have done all the things he does today Bruh. in the game back then because of just how physical it was. What do you got, Cap? Okay, I don't have either one of them, and I'm a Michael guy. I okay. mean. I scouted in the NBA for four years. I got to see a lot of great players. I mean, Shaq was an unstoppable player. He was unguardable. But the most unstoppable force was Wilt Chamberlain, and it's not even close. I mean, that guy averaged he was 50 evolution. points a game. Yeah. I, he, was, he was evolution. Right, here, here's, my, here's the issue, I, I, and I'll let Barco with that. But here's my issue with that, Cap, is that, A, he was playing against guys that were much smaller than him. B, I st- you still had to get him the basketball. So if I could c- control that, I'm with you. He was an unstoppable force at his time. But if you moved him into a new into another era, especially let's say put him in the 90s where you had a whole bunch of seven-footers of big, strong guys, I'm not sure he's the same player. He's probably still a dominant player. I don't know if he's the same player, though. Do you know that he had a game where they criticized him, said, that guy doesn't rebound. All he does is score. He said, really? Mm-hmm. And he got 55 rebounds <laughs> in the game. He could do anything he wanted, and they had to change the rules because of him. Now, he's by far the most dominant basketball force as an offensive player. Michael's the greatest winner in the history of the sport. Mm-hmm. That guy was just unbelievable. Okay. How, 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 how old was Jeffrey when he was with the Wizards? <sighs> Why are we doing this? No, how old was how Jeffrey old was when, he was with, with, when he was with the Wizards? What, 35? Late, late 30s. Yeah, I think he was 36, 37. Yeah. Okay, I bet you when Kevin Durant is 36, his game is going to age so much better than Michael Jordan. That he's still going to be the same dominant player that he is today at 32. He will be at 36. Because shooting doesn't age. My point. Yeah. And Jeffrey yeah, he, wasn't a great shooter. Yeah, but first of all, if Michael had the – Things that the players have today, first of all, you can't breathe on somebody. Oh, God, right. freedom of movement. Oh, That's all God. we hear about. Right. So, Michael, they grab, clutch, knock him going through the lane. Like, it was way different game back mm-hmm. then. I liked the game better back then. I don't like the three-point shot or 
this free flow, that's not for me. I liked it in the ninth. See, I agree with you on that, too. I do feel like the game is a little bit I mean, it's softer, but there was just something different about the old game. Other people will tell you that it was more boring, that you know, scoring in the high 80s, low 90s was not entertaining, but it was a different kind of entertaining. But that's, of course, a generational thing. We're talking with David Kaplan, KJZ, ESPN Radio, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. So Bart had, had a theory, and I want to get your take on, involving the Chicago Bears. And even though Andy Dalton is right now QB1, as we know, Carolina made a trade for Sam Darnold, which means Teddy Bridgewater is looking for a new team. Bart feels like if you're the Bears, you should make a move on Teddy Bridgewater. He thinks that would be an upgrade at quarterback for them. What do you think? Hard pass. I, I'm not a Teddy Bridgewater guy at all. No chance. And take on that big salary, maybe it's a minuscule upgrade. I can tell you they, they were all in whatever the price was they were going to pay, literally, to get Russell Wilson. And it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Seattle said, I'm not going to trade him. It takes two. But Teddy Bridgewater? Ugh. No, thank you. You think people are revolting about Andy Dalton here? It's not that they're mad at Andy Dalton. He's a competent, professional, solid quarterback. They just are so done with seeing no plan. If that's what they're mad about, they don't see a left tackle. They Why is Allen Robinson not extended? Why did the defense start to regress at the end of the season? That's what they're upset about. And then obviously missing on Mahomes uh, and Deshaun Watson in that draft mm-hmm. and taking Mitchell Trubisky. All of that combined. But Teddy Bridgewater, hard pass. That, that, that is so disrespectful to Teddy Two Gloves. Like, tell me this. <laughs> what, 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 you don't believe that Teddy Bridgewater is an upgrade from Andy Dalton and Nick Foles? Like, where would let you put Teddy? Question. Please. Bart, let me ask you something. If you're the Carolina Panthers and that guy's – I mean, Sam Darnold's proven nothing. Yep. And you gave him a year ago a $60 million deal and you can't wait to move on from him and I'm supposed to line up, go – Hey, give me that guy and give something up for him. No shot. Well, Sam Darnold's going to have an outstanding career with them, but you look at you know what Teddy Bridgewater has done. He's a he's a he's a above average game manager, right? He's to me he's Alex Smith. You can win. Alex Smith won a lot of games in his league, and you talk about you know what his floor is. His floor is pretty damn high, and you can win with Teddy Bridgewater. I think he'll energize your your locker room, and also you know you can get Carolina because they can't technically get out of that contract the next year. They'll take some of that salary on for you, and you can trade Nick Foles and get maybe a draft pick back to try and get somebody that you can help improve your football team in the future and let him and Andy Dalton battle it out because the odds are either Andy's going down or Teddy's going down, and you're going to have to win some of those games. You can't just try and trade water when one of those guys are missing, you know, because of their age and because of the lack of, of, of being able to protect them. Yeah, for me, no thank you. I'll ride out the one year with Andy Dalton. If they find a way to have a successful season, then we'll see where the organization heads. If they stink and if the team's record is, I don't know, 6-11 and 11 in a 17-game season, mm-hmm. then I'm probably getting a new GM, mm-hmm. a new head coach, and I'm getting – the deck cleared. I don't have a quarterback. Yeah. I can go get whatever I want and start over, and I think our fan base would enjoy that. You know, like Nick Foles, Teddy Bridgewater, Andy Dalton. It's like when you come down at the lobby and they have the buffet breakfast for everyone in the hotel, and it's these runny eggs, crappy white toast, and you're like, <laughs> ugh, 
Oh, I got to eat something. No, thank you. Well, it's time to trade Khalil Mack, too, then, oh, if that's man. the case. Well, if that's you the know case, what? trade Khalil Mack. I'll tell you what, Cap, where, where the, it's a tough place where the Bears are. It's almost like you're waiting for it to end, and that's where it sounds like you are. But, Cap, we got to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you, man. All right, so coming up, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, the 49ers' choice isn't as clear as you think. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.